Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Today is a story about Oscar Leff. Now, Oscar Leff does not sound like a Jew- Jewish name, and it's not, but Oscar Leff was actually Jewish. His real name was Lifshitz, and I'm sure he had a Jewish name too, but I don't know it, the Jewish first name. But he, when he came to America from Europe, he did not want to be identified as a Jew. And that's because he was unfortunately in Nazi Germany. May the Nazis be erased and their name be erased, their memory be erased. And he barely escaped from the Nazi enemy. As a matter of fact, in the 1920s, he was born. And when he was a teenager, he began to be suspicious that the Nazis were going to do terrible, terrible things. Most people didn't believe they would. They just thought they were trying to conquer more land for Germany. But he had a feeling that it was unsafe. And therefore, he escaped. Unfortunately, his family did not escape. And he went to fight against the Nazis with the with the partisans. This was an army of Polish people who fought against the Nazis in a secret way because Poland was quickly defeated by the Nazis, but there were people that made secret armies and tried to continue fighting against them. And this Oscar Leff joined in with them. Now, they didn't realize he was Jewish. He didn't look very Jewish. He didn't act very Jewish. And therefore, he was able to continue fighting. Later on, he joined other forces against the Germans. The Russian army, always killing as many Germans as he could, as many Nazis, that is, as he could, German soldiers, because he hated them with a terrible passion. But eventually... When the war ended, he was able to come to America and start a new life. Of course, inside of his head, life was not new. He was reliving all of the terrible things that he had seen, terrible loss of his family, the murder of family members, many, many family members. And therefore, he had a very hard life. He moved to Los Angeles. There he had a business. And he put as much effort as he could into his business to try to forget about the horrors of his earlier life. But at night, he couldn't forget. He would fall asleep every day after a hard day's work in front of the TV because he didn't want to have it quiet in his home because then he would think about all the terrible things he had seen in the war. Well, one night, either just before he fell asleep in front of the TV, or maybe afterwards, and the TV will come up, suddenly he hears Yiddish being spoken, which was the language of his youth. 
he looks and he sees, there's an old man, like a rabbi, with a white beard, and he's speaking in Yiddish. This was in 1986, when the Rebbe was often on TV with his Fabrangans. He couldn't believe it. Oscar thought, what is this? So, an old rabbi speaking in Yiddish on TV in America? He couldn't believe it. He was about to turn the station off because he was always trying to get away from Judaism. But the eyes of the rabbi kind of captured him. The rabbi had a very powerful look, deep, kindly eyes, and he just couldn't help himself but watch for a few minutes. He didn't really understand the Yiddish. He had forgotten it. But he looked at the English going at the bottom of the screen. And it was giving a telephone number to call. All of a sudden, the Rebbe said, any Jew after the war that runs away from Judaism is actually giving a prize to Hitler. May his name be erased. Oscar couldn't believe the words that he heard. It struck him like a bolt of lightning. The Germans tried to destroy the Jewish people, the Rebbe continued, and our best revenge on the Germans is to strengthen and continue Judaism. Those words struck him so deeply, and the Rebbe's eyes struck him so deeply. He quickly wrote down the phone number, at the bottom of the screen. And when the Rebbe's finished speaking, he picked up the phone and called the number. It was late at night, but someone answered. They asked, where do you live? What's your address? He told them. And they said, go to this and this address in Los Angeles tomorrow at such and such time. Sure enough, he could hardly sleep that night he was so full of the excitement, and it was such a great emotional turmoil within him. On the one hand, he has spent many, many decades trying to get away from Judaism. On the other hand, what the rabbi said seemed to be so true. He cried and cried. In the morning, he got up. And he went to a certain address. It was a Chabad house in L.A. He talked to the rabbi there, and the rabbi gave him a copy of the Rebbe's speech. Oscar looked at it. He read over it. But mainly, he just read and reread and reread what the Rebbe said. One who runs from Judaism is giving a prize to Hitler. The Germans tried to destroy the Jewish people, and our best revenge to the Germans is to strengthen and continue Judaism. The very next day, he went to the printers, and he ordered new business cards. Instead of Lef, Oscar Lef, it now said Oscar Lifshitz, his Jewish name. He went back to the Chabad house and ordered a pair of tefillin, the first time they had put on tefillin since his bar mitzvah. Right then and there, 
he decided to begin to live the best he could as a Torah and Mitzvah Jew. And in this way, he defeated Hitler, may his name be erased, and he began a good and happy Jewish life. Now this story is something which one would think, okay, that's a nice story about a Holocaust survivor. But I'm not a Holocaust survivor, a person might say. But the same thing applies to us. And that is that our true life is a life of Torah and mitzvahs. And if we are living a life of Torah and mitzvahs pretty well, if we do a little bit better, we'll have a more happy and rewarding life. And we'll bring Mashiach quicker. So no matter how little or how much we are involved in Torah mitzvahs, by adding a little bit more, we are coming closer to doing what Hashem really put us here in this world for. We are coming closer to a happier life. We are coming closer to a life more full of Hashem's brachas. And we are coming closer to a life with Mashiach and redemption. May it happen immediately. And remember also, that there's a war going on in Eretz Yisrael. Sometimes we can forget, but every day we have to think about it. In fact, every day there are soldiers whose names and mothers' names I have, and I say Tehillim for them, and so do many other people. And I would encourage people to do this, to learn extra Torah, do extra mitzvahs for our soldiers and for the Jewish people who have been unfortunately injured or killed in Eretz Yisrael, for the hostages that are being held, for all of these people, as well as to protect ourselves, to increase in Torah mitzvahs, just as if we were in the army and we had a job that we had to do in the army, we have to put all of our effort into it. And we do have a job in the army, the army of Hashem. And that army is involved in fighting the war. Some of the members of our army are shooting guns and flying jet fighters or tanks. And some of us are learning extra Torah and mitzvahs and having extra office Israel, love of our fellow Jew, to teach more people about Torah and mitzvahs. Whatever we're doing, we have to do more of it. All of the good things, all the Torah and mitzvahs, which will bring Mashiach quicker and bring this war to conclusion which is successful and completely successful. May it happen immediately. Thank you so much for joining Jewish Stories and more.